Hello to all my fellow freaks out there. This is Mind Sex. This is episode 13, and today we are going to be talking about words. What's the word of the day? Words. Words is the word of the day. Say that 10 times fast. Words is the word of the day. 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 I almost had it, right? Like after the third time, it, was, it just went downhill from there. But I'm going to give you a little B-roll as to why I decided to choose words as the word of the day. So the reason why I wanted to focus on words was there's tremendous strength and power in words, how we use them, how we express them, how we write them, how we communicate with them, the how we feel about them, the power we give it, the belief that we have in it, what we hold on to with certain things that people say to us. So it, it just has so much power. That's why it, you know, we have to be careful what we say, whether good or bad. We have to be extremely careful. It has tremendous healing power. It could elevate us. It could educate us. It could inspire us. But on the flip side of that, it could hurt us. It could make us feel like crap. It could get us depressed. It could make us suicidal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you get what I'm saying. It could just be an extreme downward spiral from there. So I wanted to choose words because words are so powerful. And I just wanted to use it in three different ways in how words affect our lives. So we're going to do the MVP of words. Yes, like I said, MVP, most valuable player. Most valuable player, words, MVP. So we're going to break it down, M, V, and P. Each one I'm going to describe or discuss a different scenario and how words are used, how it's expressed, and how it is uh, beneficial in our lives, right? So boom, we're going to jump it off with M. So M for starting from MVP, M is meaning, right? The meaning that we give words, or actually not even that, meaning, the meaning of a word, the definition of a word, right? Um, and then we're also going to talk about the message, the message that a word provides, verbal or written communication. What is the message that this word is providing to us? What is this, like, how is this word communicating with us? How are we um, computing this in our brain? Then last but, not, last but not least, but motive. How does this word motivate us? What is this, what is this motivating factor? What is this determining impulse? What is causing me to move in this particular way when I hear this word, right? So I did this, um, I did this little exercise with my friend, right? Because I'm an aspiring motivational speaker slash life coach. Right, so I decided over the summer to do this consulting program, and a good friend of mine had decided to volunteer himself. He said, "You know what, Jen? A lot of these conversations that we have, um, I feel like you'll be a great, or not that I feel, I know you'll be a great life coach. So you know what? I would like to be your um, your test study." So I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, great." I said. The program that I want to do, I want it to be a six-week program. I want to, I want to record the progress, and within that progress, I'm gonna have him um, do these little exercises. But I had no idea what these exercises were. So once we had our first conversation, as time progressed, then we figured out. So pretty much what happened was in our very first conversation, which was actually amazing. I wish I would have recorded it. 
So he kept using this word toxic to describe a relationship that he had, right? So I'm going to be very vague, right? Because it's confidential. I don't want to put someone's business out there. But he kept saying the word toxic, 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 toxic. Now, when you hear the word toxic, obviously it's something that's bad. It's something that's not good for you. Whether you breathe it in, whether you taste it, whether you smell it, right? Or it could be a toxic energy, a toxic relationship, a toxic person. Toxic could be so many different things, but clearly toxic is just something that isn't bad for you. You need to rid yourself of it. It's not good. No bueno. Get out of here, right? So with that, see, and so toxic, the meaning of that is something that's bad. So now the toxic for him, the message that it was giving him was that this relationship that he had was terrible. Like it was all bad. This person was horrible. The relationship was horrible, blah, 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 right? So it was moving him. The motivation in that was it was moving him while he was there to obviously remove himself out of that situation, right? So that was the motivating factor with that word toxic, right? You constantly repeat that to yourself. It's going to kind of move you to do something like, you know what? It's not good for me. The exercise that I decided to have him do was it was a mental and verbal exercise, which actually literally today I was reading this, um, this little passage that called it rephrasing. So, which I thought was amazing. So with that word toxic, I told him, I said, you know what? I said, your relationship wasn't all bad. So when you say toxic, it's like when you refer to that person, it's going to make you feel a certain way towards them. But you have to remember and recollect on a time that you love them. You were with them for a certain amount of time, right? For whatever reason. You had a child with them. You had a life with them. So not only do you have to embrace the bad, but you also have to embrace the good and you have to recognize the good. So you have to just accept the relationship for what it was. It was shitty sometimes, but it was stupendous others, right? We got to take everything all together. We got to encompass that and say, you know, this is what that relationship was. And I'm glad I was strong enough to get out of it. So with that exercise, I said toxic. I said, we need to change that word and use a different word that has a neutral meaning to it to describe your relationship so that this way you could start the healing process. Because if you keep saying your relationship was toxic, then you're always going to refer to that relationship and to that individual as something that wasn't, that isn't bad. I mean, that wasn't good. I'm sorry. You're always going to refer to that person as something that isn't good, but we need to change that. We need to switch our brain. We need to train our mouths to say things differently. So he said, okay. So I said, what's another word for toxic? He said, whatever word, right? Then with that word, I said, okay, what's another word for that? Also, he said, whatever. So it was like, I kept going and going and going until there came a word that was extreme, extremely neutral. I have no idea. I don't remember what the hell that word was, but it was like such a crazy word that it educated me. So I said, what word was that? What the hell does that mean? He said, what that means is that it's, it's something about like a neutral energy that it's, it's neither good, neither bad. It just is. I said, wow. I said, so not only is that something that's going to help you heal you with your relationship, but you're also educating people on that. 
right? So the whole point of the exercise was to take that word toxic and not give it power anymore and give something more power to give toxic because toxic is a bad word, right? Toxic, who, who, oh, my relationship was toxic. And it's not to say that it wasn't, but again, clearly there was something about that relationship that, that kept you there, right? So we got to, like I said, we got to bring it all together. So I use that example with him was, well, yeah, the reason why I use that example was because we took this word toxic and we transformed into something different. It had a meaning. Toxic is something that's bad, right? The message that it was giving him, what it was communicating to him was that this person that I had this relationship with, they're not good for me. It was toxic. They're toxic. They're no good for me. And maybe to them, it was like, they're always never going to be good for me or they're never going to be good for me. I felt like that wasn't proper English. What I said before, so I had to correct myself. So, right? So it was like the message that it was sending him was, no, this person is bad, it's terrible. Especially if there's certain things that that while they're apart, um, you know, that, that they're still dealing with. So we have to change that. So, and what what's that motivating force? right? What is that determining impulse that's making you feel this way that is toxic? So now we got to change that impulse and we got to change it into something positive, right? We have to cause this word toxic to move and to shift into a more positive light. And not only that, it was a mental, it, it was a mental exercise. A lot of times we don't use our brains as much as we think we do. Because, like, literally, I had him thinking, like, all right, what's another word for toxic? Bad. All right, what's another word for bad? Harmless. I mean, harmful. What's another word for harmful? Um, Not good. What's another word for not good? Right? You, so you see what I'm saying? That's exactly what I was doing with him. It's just, like, you got to just keep going, going, going. Help open your brain up. There's words in there that are just locked in there. But because we're so stagnant in our everyday lives and what we watch, what we read, what we don't watch, and what we don't read right? That is just, we're not using all of our brain. So it's all these little baby exercises. And then bam, it was just like, this word just like flourished. I was like, holy crap, that was amazing. And this is something that's exciting and it's fun. And it's crazy because talking about that, just shifting off to me real quick, what I try to do is from A to Z, say something amazing about myself. So it's like, A, I'm amazing. B, I'm beautiful. C, um, courageous, right? When I got to the words, when I got to the letter C the other day, all of a sudden, copious came into my head. I said, oh, I'm copious. I'm courageous, right? So I try to have like all these different adjectives to describe myself in a positive light, of course. So when I came to copious, I was like, where the hell did that word come from? Copious. I don't ever use that in my, in my everyday language. I said, I know that's a word though, but what the hell does that mean? right? So I look it up and it means abundant, to flourish, to be, right, to be in abundance, to be um, full, right? Other words for copious and abundant are prolific. I had such a long, long time trying to remember what the hell prolific meant. Prolific means abundant as well. So does affluent, opulence. Um, these are all words that are used for success, Right. So. Right. And, and so you see what I'm saying? Like, just even with that, with myself, a word that was in my brain that I don't even use. And I was like, what? And 
And look how amazing that word was. That, that word means abundant. So I was like, yo, I'm abundant. And I didn't even know that I was bigging myself up. So that's what we need to do. Just these little brain exercises. Trust me, we are smarter than what we know. I have a friend that she's always like, oh yeah, because Jennifer's so smart. Right. I'm smart because I choose to be fucking smart. I choose to, to read books. I choose to look up words. That's what my life goal is. I want to be better than I was yesterday. And I want to be better than what I'm going to be tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? What's your goal? What's your life goal? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, she's real smart. Yeah, you're smart, but how can I be smart like you? How can we connect to each other? How can I be just like you or better? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want, like, man, like, vocabulary so freaking sexy. When you hear a dude or a female, right, that that is just like the way that they talk, their swag, their sway, the linguistics. Uh, of their, uh, you know, uh, yeah, just, oh my gosh, I, right, just me thinking about it, I can't even talk, it's just sexy as hell, it's sexy, and also, the diction that we use, diction is another word for, for words, as well as vernacular, right, this is like, shit, this is like a, a vocabulary class, did I say that right, vocabulary class, right, so, but anyway, so like I said, just switching the definition. That's what that whole, this is what the whole M in MVP stands for, for words. M, taking the meaning of a word, right? The meaning of a word is something, and then we're going to shift it, and we're going to move it into something that's more positive. How are we using this? How are we using this word? How is it affecting our lives? What message is it giving us? What is it communicating to us? And how can we have this word move us in a completely different direction, right? The meaning of the word, the message that the word has given us, and how is it motivating us? What is this word's motive, right? So now this is moving us on to V. So with V, we're going to focus on vocabulary, volative, and volunteer. So in this one with V, I'm going to talk about a very famous book, an extremely famous author. We're going to talk about the one and only Robert Kiyosaki. Did I say his name right? Yes, I did. Robert Kiyosaki. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. An amazing book, extremely enlightening, and just really eye-opening. And how, and it's just simple tools and simple tactics that we could use, but are just, I wouldn't say they're not in our reach, but because our environment isn't, isn't educated in that, or that's not their daily habits, we fall short of our glory because of that in certain things. So that's why it's good to read certain books. That's why it's good to connect yourself with certain people that are outside of your daily circle to learn something new. And that's what I try to do every single day. So the whole point of rich dad, poor dad, right? So vocabulary. Vocabulary is defined as a stock of words used by a personal group, right? So vocabulary is just like a bunch of words, right, that are used. So obviously, Robert Kiyosaki, he's in real estate. So in the real estate industry, there's, voca there's specific vocabulary for that industry, 
right? So there's real estate, there's ROIs, um, return of which means return of investment. Um, you have a short sale, um, a well, homeowner, uh, FISBO, which is S F S B O for sale by owner. Um, right, you get the point for sale. All of that stuff, right? Associated with real estate, buildings, right? Something simple, buildings, houses, property, right? So that's the vocabulary in that specific industry, right? And so obviously, if he wants to be, if he wants to excel in that specific industry, then he needs to learn this vocabulary, right? He needs to learn this vocabulary. He needs to to make it his own, that it has to be in his everyday speech. Volatile means expressing a wish or volative, I'm sorry, V-O-L-I-T-I-V. Trust me, look, I didn't know this word until like two days ago. I'm serious because when I was doing this, when I was doing my research on how to express words I came across this word. I said, volative. I said, oh, what does this mean? He said, expressing a wish. Volative. So the reason why I decided to use volative in this is because Robert Kiyosaki, he expressed a wish to be better. He wanted to be better than his father, not in such a bad way, but he wanted to do things differently. His wish was to be rich. His wish was to be successful. Right? Then we use volunteer, offering of service. If you all have read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the rich dad, which was his friend's dad, offered him service. And this, this information was, was voluntary. It was just like it was free to him about real estate, about whatever else he taught, he taught him. He offered a service to him, which was education. So the reason why I bring up Robert Kiyosaki was because he had a great point. So in the book, right, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, on page 56, the headline of this page reads, The Richest Businessman. So I highlighted something. So it said in this little excerpt of his, it said, I'm concerned that too many people are focused too much on money and not their greatest wealth, which is their education. Let me say that again. I'm concerned that too many people are focused too much on money and not their greatest wealth, which is their education. And I'm going to finish reading that. If people are prepared to be flexible, keep an open mind and learn they will grow richer and richer through the changes. If, if they think money will solve problems, I'm afraid those people will have a rough ride. Intelligence solves problems and produces money. Let me say that line again. Intelligence solves problems and produces money. Produces, produces dinero. You, you hear me? You understand me? Money without financial intelligence is money soon gone. Finito. Goodbye. In the sky. Money without financial intelligence is money soon gone. So why I bring this up with Rich Dad, Poor Dad in V, the MVP, vocabulary, volatile, volunteer. This little piece right here, V, 
It stands for educate, education. So now the M with the meaning, message, and motive, that was an exercise. An exercise for us to, to train ourselves to say words that are positive, move us forward into, into a place where, where we could have a better understanding of what our situation is and what, what, we're, what labels we're putting on things, right, and how it's affecting us, right? So that was the exercise. Now we're on V, which is to educate. The vocabulary that this man learned, he wanted to be successful. So he learned about real estate. He learned the, the verbiage. He learned the expressions. He learned probably brick by brick, whatever else he learned, right? He's extremely successful. If you ever read this book, you will read that him and his wife were, were homeless at one time. How homeless? I don't know. But they, they were homeless. They, you know, they really didn't have anything. And even his wife, she has her own um, set of books called Rich Woman. Or am I right? I had the book. It's, um, or is it Rich Mom? I, f- I forgot what, what it's called. I actually have the book. She's Kimberly Kiyosaki. So if you ever want to read her books and want to learn about real estate from a woman and about investments, she's, um, she's a great uh, educator on that as well. But yeah, so this is what this is about. The importance of educating oneself on literacy to adequately and effectively get what you want. Education is key to success. So we have to, the words, again, like I said in the beginning, words are extremely powerful. Just like Robert Kiyosaki said, we have to be literate in whatever it is that we want. We have to, we have to have the education. We have to have the vocabulary to then understand not only what we need to convey to someone, let's say if you if um if you want to write a contract, if you wanna um if you wanna submit a proposal to someone, you have a meeting with someone, you have an interview with someone, whatever the case may be, you have an, a meeting with an a potential investor, your vocabulary has to be intact. You have to know what the hell you're talking about. Right? Oh, how do you know how do you, what you talk about? Oh my gosh, right, read a book. Right? What do books have? Books have words. You're gonna educate yourself. You're gonna, and with that education, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be slowly moving in to what your wishes, right? Your volatile expressing a wish, and you're gonna be you're gonna be moving into that. Whatever your wishes, whatever your desire is, is gonna start to manifest itself, right? You're volunteering yourself to absorb this information. You're volunteering yourself to to understand how this whole operation works, whatever that is for you, right? For him, Robert Kiyosaki was real estate. For you, it might be construction. Um, I mean, well, construction and real estate is kind of like the same thing, I guess you could say. It's kind of like architecture, right? For somebody, it could be music. For somebody else, it could be poetry, For some, you know, right? Or like being an author or a writer, um, right? So many things. Some, if somebody else could be a computer engineer. You get what the point is, right? But we have to educate ourselves. We have to understand that words have power. Words will elevate us. Like he said, with money, with with money, will um. I'm sorry, with with intelligence, the money will come. So with intelligence, produce with intelligence, money will be produced, right? Something so simple. And it's just like, oh, duh. Of course, that makes so much sense, right? 
Cause like, how you gonna go to a job and you know nothing about the job when you speak to your to your potential employer? You you don't sound like you really know what you're talking about. Your resume is crap. Like it's just very simple and basic. Not a lot going on, right? So again, education is key to success. Your man Robert Kiyosaki said it. We have to educate ourselves. Your man is a freaking millionaire, right? So if I want to be a millionaire, I'm going to listen to another millionaire. I don't care what y'all say, okay? So now that brings us to the letter P. Last but not least, P. So with P, we're going to talk about plexus, passage, and passive. Of course, you're like, what the hell does plexus and, and all that mean? I'm going to let you know. That's what I'm here for, right? This is a little, I guess, English class. Plexus is a network of nerves and vessels, right? And you're like, what the hell does a network of nerves and vessels have to do with us, right? Because the synonyms for that, for a plexus, was a labyrinth, a maze, a jungle, and pretty much just overall a system of things that work together, right? Plexus is just pretty much simply a network, right? Passage, as you know, it could either be uh, like a canal or a channel that allows you to pass through it from one end to the next, or it could be a passage, like a like a quote, a small quote from 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 a book, right? But how we're gonna use this is quote wise passage, and passive. It actually stands for unresisting and just going with the flow. So when you're very passive, when someone's very passive, they're very easygoing, right? They go with the flow. So with P, we're going to discuss about elevating, how words help to elevate us, lift us higher, right? So we already talked about how words help us to exercise our brain, how words help to educate us. And now we're going to talk about how words elevate us. This one was a little tricky for me. So I was looking around. I said, you know what? Because I try to let my divine source within me to, to direct me and to guide me. And I'm serious when I say this. Because I'm like, you know what? I'll just randomly pick up books that I have. And I'm like, you know what? Boom, this book feels good. And I just pick it up. And I'm like, something got to come from it. The first book that I had picked up was this monologue book, right? I just flipped to the back and this um in it this monologue from this play called New Order by Sheldon Rosen comes about, right? But we're not gonna talk about him. I'm just talking about the um the process. That it seemed perfect. Oh, okay, yeah, we could talk about plexus then the you know, you know, but I was just having a hard time. Like, how can I include that in there? It's like, you know what? Maybe that's not what it is. We're going to move on. All of a sudden, today I picked up the book, The Shack. If none of you have read this book, The Shack, it is an amazing book. My um, my good friend's mom had actually told me about this book a few years ago, and I read it. And this is, oh my gosh, it's just about a man who, yeah, I don't even know if I should tell you not right. And the movie came out. It, it's amazing. It's an amazing book, The Shack. This man, he lost his daughter. She got murdered, and right now he's just, now he got sent a message from God. It's it's not extremely bibl- biblical. That's not what this is. 
but it is extremely, it has a lot of good information in this. It really, it's a really big eye opener, right? So now come from that, then I was like, you know what? The best thing that I could do, a plexus, a network, right? We're talking about a network of words, a network that is a network of words. And, and, and this network is something that reaches millions of people. This is an operation. This is something that is phenomenal. It's, it has blood flowing through it. What are we going to talk about? The Bible. The Bible. P. Elevate. Plexus. A network of nerves and vessels, right? This network was all these people that came together to follow this woman, to hear him speak of his words. And his words have spread out like a network. It just spread throughout the nations and it's connecting people and we're all connected. So there's a nerve. This is a network of Christianity, of, of whatever it is you want to call it, Buddhism, uh, Muslim, because I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, Hinduism, uh, you know, or, or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Because I don't want to say, oh, the Bible just, just, but just you get what I'm saying? Just the spiritual realm, the spiritual being of everything and how it's so connected to us. This is our plexus. This is our network. This is our blood and our vessels. This seeps into us when we hear these words. This shifts us to change, Right? The passage, which is, as I said, is just quotes. The quotes that we hear from it, from the Psalms and the Proverbs and just all these other ones from, from Micah and, and Isaiah and, you know, Genesis, Leviticus, um, Zechariah, you get, you get the point, Malachi, all of these passages have tremendous healing power, tremendous strength behind it, tremendous, like, oh man, just, just these words are, are healing like no other. No matter what we say, our words, all these words come from a higher source. And I'm talking about every little word. The word color, the word Webster, the word dictionary, the word abbreviations, geographical, names, foreign, phrases, measures, everything. Right? So what other way or what better way to end than with, than with the higher source? The one that brings everything together, that brings a whole nation together, this plexus of people where we're all connected by these words that give us life, that give us light, that give us strength, that give us meaning, that give us hope, that give us drive, that give us the tenacity that we need, that gives us the determination, that gives us the fight when we don't feel like fighting, right? These passages 
these quotes or these scriptures. Give us healing, give us power, give us life, give us light, all of that. Passive, going with the flow. When we just go with the flow and we let ourselves just be connected with the higher source and take over us, it'll lead us to somewhere great. It'll lead us to great people. It'll lead us to, to learning new things. If you have a true desire to be better, you will be better. Like my better is, I, I love learning new words. Like in my phone, I have a, a stylus. I write all these like little definitions. Sometimes do I remember all of them? No, I gotta go back. I'm like, what does this word mean again? What? I was so amazed with the word placid that it meant um, calm. I was like Lake Placid with the alligator. That makes so much sense because it's like, you don't know when he's coming because the waters are so calm. And he's like a sneak attack. He's a sneak attacker. Oh my gosh. I know. My, one of my favorite words is archaic. I don't know why, which means old. But then it's just like, also like just how words make you feel because archaic is like old, um, outdated. Vintage, everybody loves vintage. This vintage, you know, that word is just like, it sounds cool, but it just really means old, like really old. Like it's about to break down. Like don't buy it. It's rusty. So there you go, guys. The MVP. M being the exercises. And with these exercises, as I said, what is this word that you're using what, what power, what message is it giving it to you? How is it communicating to your life? And how is it pushing you to dealing with something or someone? Just one word, right? And what can we do to change that word, right? What exercise can I do, right? Just do that little exercise. What word am I associating with this person or with this thing? Boom, let's change it. Change it to something that, you, that you're going to like to hear come out of your mouth, B, educate. Vocabulary, volative, and volunteer, right? If you want to be somebody that is, in, that is in a specific industry, learn the vocabulary, pick up a book. We have, we, what is this? We have the internet. There should be no reason. Volative, you're expressing a wish, right? Live out your wish. Let it manifest into your life. Right. Go to go to seminars, go to, I don't know, contact people, email people. People are more willing to help than you actually realize, especially people in higher positions. They want to give back, but sometimes they can't they can't reach everybody because they don't know how. So why don't you reach out to them? Right. Volunteer. Offering of service. Volunteer your time to do what you love. Volunteer yourself so that this way that you can learn whatever it is, right? Like I said, reach out to somebody. Say, look, I want to learn this um, and I'll be willing to give three hours of my time to, you know, to help you out so that I can learn. And with whatever it is that you learn, volunteer that information off to someone else. Sharing is caring. And P, 
right? Last but not least, is we're using that to elevate, right? The plexus, the network of people, the network of people in this world and how we're connected by words, by the healing words, by the healing words of the gospel, right? And we all come together. We are all one, this network, this plexus, right? And we are all touched by these passages, these passages and these scriptures and these quotes and these stories that that just uplift us, right? And passive, just going with the flow and just saying, you know what? Let go and let God. I let go and let God. I let him do his work in me and do what he needs to do, right? Because with his words, it's giving me life. And so I'm going to trust that. So again, guys, words, words can educate you. They could elevate you but they could also help you exercise your mind, right? I know it seemed like there was a lot of, of verbiage, a lot of vocabulary in there. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope you understood it because I think I did a great job. But, but yeah, again, yeah, just, yeah, just try to like, yeah, I mean, to me, I think learning a new word every day is something great. And then how can you how can you use it? Sometimes you might not use it. But just to help yourself elevate your brain. Get your brain working. You know, don't get Alzheimer's. Don't get um dementia or anything like that. The short, you know. Get the get the early stages that get your brain working. Feed your brain. Right? Give your give your brain some sex. Give yourself some mind sex, man. Feed us something. Feed us something good. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye.